0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the All or Something Living podcast. I know that you haven't heard from me for a while and you're probably wondering why. So I'm going to take this episode to explain what's been going on and what you can expect from me going forward. So first of all, the reason that I took the last few months off, so December to now, um, which as I'm recording this, it is almost the end of March, is because I had, um, well, first of all, it started back in, uh, oh my gosh, was it uh, like August? I would say August, we got, my husband got a phone call or he was my fiance at the time. He got a phone call saying that, um, or no, he gave me a phone call saying that we were moving to Japan that he had gotten orders. And so we ended up having to cancel our May uh, 2021 wedding that we had already pushed back from May 20. We'd already pushed it back a few times. And he yeah, gave me the call that we had to um, cancel basically our entire wedding. So I cried and I was like, I guess this wedding isn't meant to happen. And um and then my brother ended up letting us have use his backyard for a wedding in October. So we actually did get to have our dream wedding. It was better than I would have imagined it being. And then things just got overwhelming around December trying to prep for the move and I just decided, you know what? This is a perfect time to take a few months off and then to really get centered in my business and in the podcast and just figure out what direction am I going? Because I started this podcast, um, well, I started the podcast just a few years ago, but I started my coaching business about five years ago now. And when I had started the business, uh, I've obviously was a completely different person than I am now. As I was, I started the business, um, first of all, I was also in the Air Force too. I'm not sure uh, if you didn't know that, now you know, but I was in the Air Force, that's how I met my husband. We were both stationed in England together and I had been in for about four years at that point and I was reaching the time where I had to decide, am I going to stay in or am I gonna pursue a career elsewhere and get out? And around the time where I had to make that decision, I had started to really get into fitness and uh, nutrition. And so I was helping some of my coworkers in the office that I worked in, I was helping them lose weight actually and get into the gym and feel comfortable in the weight room. And it was really effortless for me and it was effortless for them. So I felt like there was something there. So I felt like, okay, I wanna be, I felt that like entrepreneur energy. So I was like, I wanna get out and actually start something that I feel passionate about doing because I don't feel passionate about where I am right now. So at that time, that was before online coaching really blew up, before I even knew it was a thing and so i um i at that time was like okay i i want to start my own like i want to create my own gym i want this like three or four story gym and i was talking about all the areas i would have in it and it, at the time it felt like a really far off dream but i knew that the only chances of me getting started would to be to take the first step, which was to get out of the military and become a personal trainer, a certified personal trainer. So that's exactly what I did. I separated from the military. I moved in with my brother for a while before Jason moved to the States. Uh, And I, during the six months that I was on unemployment, waiting for Jason to get back to the States, I got my personal training certification through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. So I did that, paid the money, took the test, studied obviously for a long time. And meanwhile, I had gotten really into bodybuilding.com and I had actually joined one of their like transformation challenges. So for the first time, I was really big into lifting in the bodybuilding sense, more so uh, because I started to have dreams of competing as a bikini fitness competitor. And if you know anything about that, bikini competitors are the women who don't necessarily like bulk up and get big muscular, they lean down and they show it's like more physique competition. And I had started to do this, uh, so for this 90 day transformation challenge, I did this Plan from Jamie Eason. So she told me what to eat every day for 90 days and exactly what workouts to do. And I followed it to the T. I was very strict. I didn't have any cheat meals and I saw big results. And so I was like, okay, there's something here. I am really good at this. I realized, okay, with the right diet and the right nutrition, you can really actually make changes to your body. So I never really used my personal training certification, number one, out of fear, because you get it and they don't really tell you what to do with it. So it was just kind of like, okay, you're a certified personal trainer, now go pitch yourself to gyms and then I don't know where you're supposed to go from there, like how you make your plans and stuff, because I didn't feel like the program really set me up for that. So the first part was fear, and then the second part was that I just didn't feel right about it, that something felt off for me, that I didn't want to just meet people at the gym for 30 minutes to an hour, have them work out with me, and then they'd go home to their regular lives. And at the time, my mentality was that they would go home and be eating the same stuff, so I wanted to help people learn how to eat better, quote unquote, the way that I had. And so I did exactly that. I started to use my GI Bill to go to school for nutrition once we moved to Vegas. And so I started doing that. Meanwhile, not knowing that I, through this obsession, had pretty much developed an eating disorder, crazy body dysmorphia, because in bodybuilding, there's such an obsession with... uh, like being at such a low body fat percentage, especially if you're a physique competitor. Then I was told by a guy at the gym that if I had any chance of ever winning a competition, I'd have to get a boob job. And personally, I really love my boobs, so I didn't really like the idea of that, but I was, I started to like be willing to do whatever it took. However, my body is not the kind of body that wants to get small enough for a physique comp- competition or even lean enough so the deeper I got into it basically the harder I had to try and for me it felt like there was really no end in sight and all I did was just get more and more uh, obsessive about what I was eating and like how do I get smaller I'm not small enough and granted I was like the thinnest and leanest I had ever been but it wasn't enough in the like fitness world standards And I was trying to develop an identity along with that of like, oh, this is the fit chick because I had been teased as a young girl for my weight. I had struggled with my weight. So I was like, okay, I finally, you know, I've gotten a handle on things. Now I can show people that, you know, prove them wrong or whatever. And... It got to a point where it was just so I was so deep into it and just so unhappy and miserable. And it's almost like I thought I was doing it so that I could love myself more because I thought that if my body looked different, I would learn to love it, but it only took me further away from my body. And I was just so out of touch with myself too. Like I didn't really, all I ever thought about was food couldn't really socialize at parties and stuff because I was always on a diet or a cleanse of some sort or a meal plan or whatever. And, uh, I apologize for the sirens in the background. I'm over in Japan and I feel like there's always crazy sirens, but anyway, so yeah, so I had gotten to the point where, um, where it was just becoming too much and I was, I'm already have that perfectionist mentality, but it was on high alert. So it was almost a good thing that it got me to the point where I realized I had a problem. Otherwise, I'm not sure I would have ever woken up, but I just was like, I feel like I'm losing my life to this. There has to be another way. And that's kind of when I discovered podcasts and surprisingly through Jillian Michaels, podcast i found my way to the coaching world and the health at every size movement not that she would ever talk about that on her podcast in a positive way at least but it just led me from one like fitness influencer to the next and then somehow that led me into coaching and holistic health coaching and coaches that were talking about body positivity for the first time intuitive eating and all that good stuff so i just went down a rabbit hole And that was when I declared at the time that like, I'm done with this. I'm never going to diet again. I'm sick of living this way. I don't care what it takes, but I have to just heal from this. And so I did. I spent the next few years, honestly, up until, I mean, we're always healing, right? But I was really deep in the work up until I would say even like last year or the year before where I just had so much body and food shit to work through that even though I was most passionate about that and I wanted to take my coaching business in that direction, I don't think I was quite ready for it. And I still had a lot of triggers around people talking about how they were on diets or their attempts to lose weight or their feelings about their body and Part of that was because I was also in the those communities, like the Health at Every Size body positivity communities. And those are amazing and it was definitely needed at the time that I used them. But it got to a point where it went, it swung to the other extreme where then it was like you were judged for wanting to change your body or wanting to lose weight or making any attempts to lose weight. And so I felt like I kind of had to hide how I felt behind the scenes and what I was, like, doing. Not that I was ever dieting, but there were times where I attempted to. And, um, and it didn't work out, but I felt ashamed to even talk about wanting to lose weight after all the work that I had done. And so here I am now at a place where I feel that I, it's almost all in the all or something fashion as it does. It's come together in this beautiful, um, harmony balance of kind of feeling all of those things, being able to hold space for and recognize the desire to lose weight, even exploring that for myself, re-exploring the idea of really paying attention to what I'm eating on a daily basis. And that's not something that I'll go into on the podcast or really on anything that I teach because I think that our journeys with food, specifically like what we're choosing to do, at least for me, it feels really personal at this point because I don't want to, you know, there's so many fitness gurus and coaches out there that put out Oh, this is exactly what I'm doing, and this is what works for me. So, this has to work for you. What I've learned throughout this journey is that our bodies are, and what we do with our bodies is just a constant experiment and learning experience. It's a journey and it never ends because guess what? Our bodies age. We go through things, we go through changes, right? 2020 where things really changed our relationship to our body. I know I personally gained uh, quite a few pounds during 2020. And so what we choose to do with our bodies is very individual and what works for me is not going to work for everybody. And so what I want to do with my with my courses and with this podcast and the resources that I create for you moving forward is not to tell you exactly what to do, which is the hard part, right? You want somebody to tell you what to do, but really it's to guide you, to help you look within and figure out what is it that I need? Because as I said, it's going to change as time goes on you're going to constantly be needing different things. And I can't be there to hold your hand through that. And that would be very expensive for you anyways. And a lot of work for me. And so what I want to do is I want to empower you to figure out how to look within and and to listen specifically with your body, body image, with the relationship that you have to food and the relationship that you have to your body, the way that you treat your body, the way that you speak to your body, The way that you learn how to listen and be with her, um, those are some things that I really want to guide you into doing. So that is the direction that I'm shifting into now that I feel healed and ready to be there. I resisted it for a long time. I've been all over the place (laughs) with my business trying to teach things that I think people need to learn instead of paying attention to the questions I've been asked the most. And I've been asked by people more often than anything to go on podcasts and shows and things like that to talk about body image and confidence in the body and not always relationship to food. People are definitely intrigued with intuitive eating nowadays. That was another thing that I realized is five years ago when I really embraced intuitive eating, people acted like I was crazy. When I even embraced body positivity, all of the stuff that's starting to trend now on TikTok and stuff, now people are listening. And another reason that last year I was at a point where I wanted to go in a different direction with my business is because I felt like it was exhausting to even try to convince people First of all, that intuitive eating and body kindness and respect was a viable way to go. Now that I feel like as a society, we're starting to approach the idea that that's acceptable, now people are asking about it. And now here I am ready to say, hey, I've got what you need. I can answer your questions. I can guide you through this. And so I just really feel pulled to be there. And the other thing is that I, as a coach, have felt like or an online presence I felt like my identity has to be wrapped up in my business meaning I'm supposed to teach what I'm learning as I'm learning it I'm supposed to be talking about the struggles that I'm going through in real time and that's what I should coach on but through the last five years that's why you've seen me bounce around a lot if you've been with me through that journey because I have been learning so much and I've been going through so much and it's hard for me to really become or share my expertise in one area and be the go-to for that area if I'm bouncing all over the place and if I'm trying to teach on things that I haven't really fully integrated into my life yet. So I can promise you that food and body image are two things and just body respect in general, having a good relationship to food in your body, are two things that I have fully integrated into my life in many different ways. Those are topics that I can talk about all, I can weave through all the different parts of that conversation with you. And if I don't know the answer, I can you know, guide you into, well, I guess technically I wouldn't really know the answer for you in the first place, but if I didn't know what to say, that's something that we would work through together. And that's what I want for you is to really be able to heal those relationships because what i learned and what i want others to know is that once you do that it opens up the rest of your life like i genuinely attribute where i am today to the fact that i healed my relationship to food in my body so it may seem like this one area of your life that you're like mm, i don't really need help in that area but what you may not realize is it could be the main area that's holding you back from doing other things. So if you're having these icky like experiences in your body or with food and for me food was something that held me back because of how I felt about myself due to my relationship to food. I always felt out of control around it. I always felt like I was, you know, binging but I couldn't stop and then It really messed with my confidence and my self-worth, my feelings of self-worth. And I was like, if this is just one area of my life that I can get under control, then maybe I could move on. And I thought that the way to do that was to control, to literally control what I was eating. Funny that I found that the opposite was true. It was actually that I needed to release control and I needed to trust myself. Really needed to learn to trust myself and my body to trust my intuition, like I said, it really translates to everything else because now it's so funny. Like I always said that I wasn't a political person. And when I learned how to trust my body, then trust my intuition and and just trust like who I am as it expanded out into further areas of my life last year, I was able to really feel and dig deep into what was going on in the world. Instead of ignoring it or being afraid of it or being timid of it and how crazy it felt, which is how I dealt with it a lot before. So it's almost just like such an empowering feminine thing um, to, to trust your body as a woman. I think that's the first thing we're taught as women or one of the first things is that we can't trust our bodies, that we can't trust others with our bodies that we can't trust what we put into our bodies. And when you learn that you can be the leader of your body, that you can allow your body to lead, you can be both the leader and you can allow, basically, again, it's creating this beautiful relationship and harmony with your body. It just changes everything. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, where I've actually decided to like firmly land on not where I'm at right now. And I'm going to change what, how I feel about it. Uh, This has been a long time coming. Like I said, five years of me doing this work in the background on myself, continuing to learn, talking to others about it, just really developing an understanding of where I stand with this and what my place is when it comes to educating others on this stuff and and guiding others as well. So I'm really excited to also feel like I don't have to put my life into my business, like my personal life. Um, as in, you know, like I said, my business has to be a reflection of what I'm going through in each moment. Now I can actually teach on this stuff. I can create resources for you with whatever questions that you have. And then at the end of the day, I can go on with my life, whatever it is that I have going on over here in Japan now. So yeah, so we just got settled here in Japan. Um, I mean, really, we moved into our house last week and I just got myself a beautiful new iMac today so I could, again, dive really deep into this work for the first time full time. I started to do it last year in 2020, but again, just everything threw me off track. So now that we have a fresh start here in Japan and I can actually work Monday through Friday while Jason's at work and it's peaceful in the house and all that good stuff, um, I'm just so excited to create for you and to get back into it. I have missed this podcast so much. I have missed talking to you so much. You have no idea how many times I wanted to jump on here and record something for you, but I just wanted to be really intentional When I did come back, I wanted to be really grounded for you. I wanted you to be able to trust that, um, that I wasn't going to be flaky and show up inconsistently. Once I relaunch my business, which is going to be July 1st, I do have a date. So July 1st, Is So this is going to be the last episode until July 1st, and then it's going to be consistent like it was before. Obviously, I've been consistent with this podcast because I'm at like 100 and something episodes. So once July 1st comes around again, and that's part of the reason why I'm launching on July 1st so that I can batch episodes and just make sure that I have my stuff together. And yeah... So that's where I'm at with that relaunching the business. I archived all of my old resources and courses because from here on out, I want you to get nothing but the fullest quality from this evolved version of me, not the person that I was five years ago when I still had a lot of food insecurities and fears and triggers and things like that. Now that I've worked through all that, I can actually, you know, talk to you about it from a different healed place. And that saves me from, or it allows me to create such a judgment-free zone for you because I really fully do believe. And I think that's what sets me apart from other coaches that do this work is there seems to be one extreme or the other in the industry. So there's the side that is like super fitness. Um, I really need some water, hold on. There's the other side that's like super fitness focused. That extreme, and then there's the side again where some com- body positive communities have gotten to where it's like you have to, like anything that you do to take care or to change the way that you're eating is a form of dieting, and then you're worried that you're always dieting if you're trying to eat healthy, and it gets really confusing. So, I am your safe space to be able to navigate all those things, to explore, to experiment if you would like. I also want to clear up the fact that I say body positive, um, because that's how we tend to resonate with the idea of accepting our bodies, but body positivity is really a movement that's meant to instill, um, or to promote equal treatment of people in all bodies, no matter their ability, um, their size, their sex, all of those things. That's really the what body positivity is designed to be, but again, it's been hijacked by many different groups and communities and things. So when I'm speaking of body positivity, I'm just talking about really feeling, just feeling good about our bodies or feeling neutral or starting to treat our own bodies with respect. So just wanted to clear that up. Um, as when I relaunch the podcast, I'm also going to start probably start having different like segments. I know there are some podcasts that have segments like questions corner or whatever, things like that. And I really do, again, want to be more intentional about providing value for you. So creating ways that you can learn and grow from this podcast and not just listen and go away thinking like, Oh, that was nice. But I really want you to take away something from it. And to be able to integrate that into your life so that it can start to help change your life. And so that listening to this podcast, you can begin the journey of healing your relationship to food and your body. And I want to say, I mean, it's not going to be, I guess, strictly that 100% of the time, but it's going to be mostly that. So if you've been listening for a while and you've been with me, and you're just feeling, "Mm, I don't really resonate with this, I'm pretty good at this, or whatever, no hard feelings if this is something that you need to branch off from, that you need to, you know, get off my email list, or stop following me, or stop listening to the podcast, whatever it is, I just want you to know that I respect and I honor your journey, and I don't want to waste your time if it doesn't resonate, and Um, and I don't think you should force yourself to get into something that you don't feel called to get into. So just want to say that as well. And I think that is all I have for you. Thank you for listening to this unscripted episode. Didn't even have the intro or anything like that. I just wanted to come on here and just let you know what was going on. Um, and I almost don't want to end because I'm so happy to be here again, but I will be working on some awesome content. So in the meantime, if you want to just come over onto Instagram and follow me and connect with me there, I have been posting a lot of stories on there and on Facebook because I'm, I love to share my journey. Um, that's really where I share like my life stuff is through on the stories. So I'm talking about my adventures in Japan and things like that. So if you want to come hang out with me there, I'm at Lauren M. Kepler. That's not going to change now that I'm married. It's all going to stay the same just to make it easier. So Lauren M. Kepler, or you could just look me up on Facebook if you're more comfortable there, at Lauren Kepler. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to chat with you again in July. Until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.